0: Back to Adolescence After Alderaan. We've had a re- time to recover from the yeah. Portugal Princess Leia. A yeah, little time. <laughs> <And> Still, really. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if I'll ever fully recover. <laughs> it really set a good tone for this new adventure this week, which is we're back to the Young Jedi Knights with lightsabers. Lightsabers. And this is, uh, I'm Caroline Guthrie. I'm Meg Fariello. This was my favorite Young Jedi Knight book growing up. growing up. And I think it might have been the first one I read. And I'm only saying that because the cover, like, really draws me, <laughs> draws me in. It's partially, like, the colors. It is beautiful. It's it is gorgeous. You have, like, greens and gold. Yeah, so on the cover we have, like, the the fortress stronghold of the Hapes yes. royal family. Yeah, it's, it's like so gorgeous it's, palace. Yeah, on the ocean yeah. and the large image of Tinalca's yeah, face, with her crown, wearing her crown and her reptilian armor. Yeah. Uh Jason and Jada with lightsabers and remotes and then look look at the bottom looking looking green. Yeah, he looks seasick. <laughs> <laughs> the ocean seasick. It sort of looks like maybe yeah, he's about to spew. But um, <laughs> he as he should. Yeah, because he makes this really terrible decisions. Just position. non-stop wall to wall. We have a lot to say about luke in this book we've been trying really hard to hold it in but just little like hints have been (laughs) leaking out luke and light favors yeah it's a it's a bad combo bad combo and i have major questions about both of those (laughs) so i guess first we'll go through the story Um, so it starts off with luke sort of very much in like The kind of like Dumbledore at the end of the fourth Harry Potter book sort of way he like gathers all the students together and is like all right it's it's getting real now right you know the dark forces are rising you need to all be ready um kind of thing and then he he's so as basically he's like everyone work harder yeah it's like nothing specific except for our four main characters and he pulls them aside and he's like Y'all are the best of the students, which I'm already (laughs) deeply concerned, (laughs) Um, because as far as I can tell, they've been at the Academy for mm, four months tops and have spent most of that on vacation. And we don't know any other students except for Raynar. Rainar. And um, Raynar's back. Rainar's back. (laughs) I was excited to see Raynar again. (laughs) Um, So he pulls our four aside and he says, I want you to start working on your lightsabers. That's it. <laughs> <The> time <laughs> we'll, has come. We'll talk about it in a second, but that's pretty much the only guidance. Right. He says you need to build a lightsaber. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it usually takes months. But just bust out a lightsaber right. as best you as can. do as best you can, as you know, best you can. You don't want it to go too quick. Right. Um, you want to be careful. Time's a <laughs> ticket. <laughs> but build a lightsaber. So they each sort of use their sort of individual Jedi talents, individual hobbies, to sort of guide their... Building a lightsaber, which they all do in weeks. Yeah, a few weeks. So Jason uses his Corsica gem, which is like Luke really wanted him to do, and yeah, later like probably did him, like, too. about it. <laughs> yeah, Jaina um, yeah, like, uses all her sort of mechanical Yeah, she actually grows a gem to yeah. be the core of her lightsaber. Um Lovey uses like inners of like he finds or like a something. computer piece to use. Yeah, and Tanel's the one who has the most trouble with it, and she uh, uses her rancor a rancor tooth as the hilt and then goes off into the jungle to find she goes into crystals. a volcano yeah. to get a crystal. And she is not as focused on the lightsaber building as the other students. Yeah. She's much more focused on training her body to be ready to like engage in warfare. Right. So she's doing drills and working on her reflexes and yeah. her flexibility and her strength. And the lightsaber, she kind of tosses together a little bit yeah. last minute. And it's not like, not quite going together perfectly, but she just, you know, right, forces it, it through, gets it yeah. done. So then, once the lightsabers are all built, Luke takes them out for lightsaber practicing. Yes. He, I guess he spends maybe a few days letting them swing some sticks around and stuff. And then he takes them out into the woods for like actual, actual, actual lightsaber, lightsaber practicing. And he starts with having them do the classic
1: remotes. Remotes,
0: yeah. They can't see the remotes, use the force and sit and deflect it just like he did on the Millennium Falcon. Right. All those years ago. And then very quickly he's having them team up. Right. Just like Spar. Spar like kind of fends with each other. And Loey and Jana go first. Fine. Fine. Uh, and then Jason and Tanella are teamed up and they are much more sort of like competitive with each other and and right now is like trying to prove her sort of physical Prowess. And Jason's trying to show off for Tunnel Kha. Right. I mean, it's all very friendly, but they're right, much but, more into it. But It's also like a level of intensity. They're yeah. really working hard. And they get into that sort of like moment where their lightsabers are like locked together and right. pushing into each other. Kind of classic, you know, talking over the blades moment. Right. And then Tunnel Kha's lightsaber shorts out. Yeah, like malfunction. It malfunctions. The blade disappears. Jason's blade no longer has any resistance. So it goes through the air and slices Tunnel Kha's arm off. And then Tenokha's lightsaber explodes, yeah. destroying her severed arm and uh, any chance of reattaching, yeah, reattaching the arm. limb. She's immediately taken by her grandmother, Tacham, who we have met. Right. Um, back to Hapes. Her parents are away on some sort of like diplomatic... Thing and can't be reached. Right, mission. Uh, so she's immediately taken by her grandmother for treatment. And her grandmother is like, you're never... Yeah, you're done. You're not going to be a Jedi. Jedi. Right, like, you can't be a Jedi anymore. Like, there's no way that this line of work is possible now. Luke feels a little... I mean, I (laughs) don't... But sort of in the same way that you feel bad if, like somebody's soccer game gets rained out. Like yeah. he doesn't seem to feel any responsibility. He does not feel responsibility. He feels sorry for He feels bad for Tonka and he doesn't like Taachum, which we right. already knew from courtship. Right. And so he's upset that uh Isolder and Tinanial De Joe are not there. Right. He doesn't feel like cha Chom is the right one to be caring for Tuil Ka in this vulnerable state He's like worried that the Ta Chom will sort of convince her that being a Jedi is not a good idea and his like counter to that is like well it should be like her decision to decide that right but like really he's like she should be a Jedi like right he no. doesn't want her grandmother to come in and, and do you know convince her not right. to pursue being a Jedi anymore so Luke, Puts her three friends on a spaceship, yeah. and uninvited dra- uh, comes to Hapes to be like, you need your friends with you. I really want to talk about that. <laughs> so, you know, like, he, he feels that she really just needs to be surrounded by people who love her and have her best interest, and he right. doesn't feel like her grandmother fills that role. Right. So he tells her friends, hey, she's been a secret princess this whole time, right. and then comes to Hapes and... Her grandmother tries to turn them away, but Tonalca is really excited to see them. Yeah, and so they Luke leaves them there. Luke for a month. leaves them there. Luke agrees, like, okay, you're all here for a month, and he leaves. Yeah, and there's some nice visiting, and then very quickly people start. There's like assassination attempts happening. Yeah, so they're they're supposed to be eating dinner in this, like, dining hall, and, uh, they decide to eat dinner elsewhere. Like, at the last minute. Right, at the last minute, and there's a bomb explosion in the dining hall, um, which seems to be aimed at, uh, Chum and Tanel Ka, sort of royal family. They whisk Tanel Ka and her three friends, uh, to the Reef Fortress Island, which is the sort of, like, escape, uh, Right, the family stronghold. Yeah. But it's on this beautiful ocean, and there's a lot of swimming and, like, hanging out right. at the Reef Fortress. Tanel is sort of forced by her grandmother to demonstrate diplomacy. Her grandmother's t- trying to to railroad her mm-hmm. into the princess, kind of. Yeah, so we see a little bit of her. But she nails it. Yeah. She really real, nails it. She's even, amazing at it. Really good. Uh and then uh the Iphra, who is Tenel, who's who we've met in, before. before. She, she is the uh the sort of ambassador who's taking care of Tanelka while she's at the jet, geni- or watching over her while she's right, the she was supposed academy, to come and visit and stuff. Uh, suggests that they take these; they're called wave speeders, which so are right. like jet. Well, it's bigger it's like than like a speedboat. Speed, yeah, like a speedboat uh, out into the ocean, have some fun, right? Uh, and they end up stuck in this sort of like Motoring? sentient seaweed <laughs> uh, that is trying to murder them. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like the thing in. Um, The trash compactor, in New Hope, sort of trash compactory, sort of just something with vines, something grabby. Yeah, it's got a lot like eyeballs. It's plant-like, but it's trying to sort of bring down this boat. It's very hungry. Right. Um, and Jaina and Loi manage to oh, so they find out that the boat was actually uh, on autopilot. On autopilot through this particular right, and it was sabotaged to stop there. So they're like, well, maybe someone tried to kill us, and they're suspicious of Euphra, but they don't right say anything. And Lowy and Jaina manage to, like, rewire the boat. They get them back. Um, At this point, I think Tanelle's grandmother... Tachum is... She was off doing... She was off trying to deal with... She was trying to figure out who blew up the dining room. Right. And then she stays the night out at the Reef Fortress with them to get a little break. And then that night... The power is cut and a team of like insectoid assassins yeah, of the, the, the hive mind. Bartox, as in Anastasia the bat. <laughs> the <laughs> Bartox oh. attack uh, the four Jedi young Jedi save Todd home. They all escape. They find out they get back to the main palace. Yifra is already sort of tried to take over. Yeah. And they she's arrested and Tenokada decides, like, she's definitely, this all proves that she's definitely right to be a Jedi Knight. Yeah. And at the end, she returns to Yavin 4 and builds, like, a new, new lightsaber. lightsaber. Yeah, using both the Rancor Tooth to represent her Dathomir heritage and the gems from her tiara to represent her Heyman. father's side yeah. of the family. And, and so we sort of get a resolution in her about, like, her, her, her appreciation for both. Some, that she doesn't right, have to choose. She can be both. With. Okay, so I we have to talk about Luke first, right? Okay, There's yes. no way to get around Luke here. We've been itching to talk about Luke. I don't even know where to start. Okay, so my, all right, my question, I have a question okay. to start with about Luke. Does Luke want to run a Jedi Academy? I don't know. <laughs> he seems to be trying to do the least amount of work. With these students as possible. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, they actually use the word independent study. That made... Work individually. Yeah. Like, you... We have not seen, aside from the sort of, like, lightsaber training and the sort of, like, group meetings with Tion right. or Luke, there is no teaching. And even the lightsaber training, Luke doesn't say, like... Here's how this works. No, he doesn't yeah. give them any demonstrations. He doesn't. He doesn't spar with them. Although that seems like it would be sort of the natural starting point, rather right. than pairing or them have, with each you other. Know, older students, or there are apparently no older students. Maybe not. Yeah. So I. I don't. It's from like thinking back to courtship and how like desperate he was to find <laughs> the sacred text that like. I think he, in his mind, thinks that, like, that is what he has to do. And right. then when it comes, at least in terms, and we haven't read Jedi Academy yet, so I think that will change maybe our perspective on this, but from these books, it seems that he's like, all right, I did it. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Like, there's no further... Yeah. They're just like, i gathered a group of, like, Force-sensitive children. They'll figure it out. Right. No, he's... I mean, he... I mean, it really, to me, like this whole book says something about the, like, why it was so important to have, like, a Jedi Master and an apprentice and a Padawan, right? To have, like, one Jedi Master, one student, because, like, it's very hard. (laughs) At least from this book, it seems like it's really hard to focus your attention on multiple students. Yeah, I mean, like, you need one on one. Guided. yeah and <laughs> people get a lot more instruction than they're getting and we when we saw in the movie luke's instructions it was an intensive yeah, one-on-one. one-on-one like i am your master you are my student right i'm focusing my attention on
1: solely you on and you. we are
0: doing this like eight to twelve hours a day right over and over repetition pick up the rocks run through the jungle right carry on your back like this is <laughs> <Ed's> <laughs> headstands. Now see the future. (laughs) Like it is just intense intense training. And like you know Luke through his training is obviously his training was very faulty and and not thorough. Hazard, Right. But even with that little bit that he got the reason it was enough is because like Obi-Wan and then Yoda like He was their baby. Like, I am only Paying paying attention to you. That is the only thing I have to do that is my goal in life. Right. And Luke is, you know, jetting off to participate in intergalactic politics and bringing in substitute teachers and... Right. And barely doing anything. Like, I... It, you know, employed in the higher education field, yeah. I spend more time explaining how to write an essay yeah. to students who have been writing essays for years, years. Yeah. than Luke does explaining how to build a lightsaber. He doesn't explain how to build he a lightsaber. He just says build a lightsaber. I don't want to get to lightsabers just yet. Okay, <laughs> so we'll talk about that. But so. like, yeah, no, he literally just tells them like, he gives them like a is it him or Tion who tells him about Oh, no, me Sunrider. That that was Tion. Tion. Like some again with the parables. Like here's a story about using using lightsabers, but it's not like nobody has an instruction there, There's you no know. there's no practical instruction whatsoever. whatsoever, and he so he doesn't do that level of work. No, and then he doesn't do any work to he doesn't check their lightsabers. Yeah, that was. Into fury. <laughs> so you have a group of three 14-year-olds and one 19-year-old Wookiee, who we'll just assume is equivalent to a 14-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And you send them out you're like, okay, all of you build a lightsaber, one of the most dangerous weapons around. Yeah. And then he doesn't, like, give them a once-over. Nope. Nope, nope. Just There's no, fine. no... No, we yeah, right. You built a lightsaber. Yeah. Well, if it turns on, you can probably, yeah. <laughs> you can probably <laughs> slice through anything with it. So... And then... Yeah, he just immediately sets them to sparring each other. He's not refereeing. He's not close by. You know, it's when... He's sort of like amused. Yeah, he's just hanging out. Yeah, like... He's just watching. I mean, it made me... I was reminded of when I was learning how to drive, and you take like a driver's ed class, and the person teaching you how to drive has like their own steering wheel and brake next to you because you're learning to do something dangerous for the first time. Right. And someone else might need to take over any second. Right. No mechanism no. like that here at all. And he even, early on, when he's, like, telling them, okay, you need to build a lightsaber, and you need to do a good job, and he mentions, like, oh, one of my first failures of many, <laughs> <laughs> presumably. Someone just talks about them, like, oh, remember <laughs> when he made that huge mistake. Yeah, he's like, I had a student named Cantoris who built a lightsaber in a few days egged on by an evil spirit. Yep. And he doesn't Oops. say... <laughs> He doesn't tell them the end of that story, yeah, which is the lightsaber exploded and Gantoris died. Pride. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, maybe giving a little more of, like, hey, if you rush through the lightsaber thing, they could explode. Yeah. Maybe if <laughs> he even finished his story there, that would have been just a little more teaching. But just to throw out, like, I knew a guy who built the lightsaber quick from a ghost. Yeah. Didn't work out. Nope. But, like, no... No. there's actually a useful lesson from Gantor's experience yeah. <laughs> that directly applies to these students, and he does not give it to them.
1: No. So, uh,
0: so like, so he's a terrible teacher. We're terrible teaching. Aside, is this even an academy? Like, they keep calling it a Jedi Academy. Yeah, I refer to it as a free for all. <laughs> it's, like, it's they literally just tell the students who are both learning how to use the light, first of all, like, how you pick and choose. The ones you're related to, they're the best. Yeah, students. right. Yeah, the ones that you have the closest relationship with. Yeah. Um to build the lightsaber. But the students who are not building lightsabers, it's also just like work really hard, but just like go do whatever you want. Yeah. You know, go do anything. Yeah. Nobody's in training them. No. This is not it's academy What it pl- implies curriculum. It implies, yeah, like This is like a Jedi Commune. Yes children. (laughs) (laughs) A children's Jedi commune where there's, but there's no leader. Like, Luke is supposed to be the leader and he's not leading. He's abdicating his responsibilities, especially if there's this idea you know, we have, this is the first time we get confirmation that Jason, Jaina, Tenochal, and Loi are the most advanced students at the Jedi Academy. Which is mind boggling. bananas. Because they haven't been there that Long, as far as we can tell. No, okay, so in the when the first book starts, they've been there a month. And Loewe just got there. And Loewe just got there. They've and, taken 50 vacations. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so they've been there for a month. We'll say that Heirs of the Force takes place over the course of about a month. That gets us to two months. Right. Then with the beginning of Shadow Academy, they get kidnapped. is pretty quick. Pretty quick. Like a couple weeks maybe. Yeah, and they're only kidnapped for a few days and then they go back. Yeah. And then there's maybe like a few more weeks and then they go to Coruscant for a month. month. Which is an insane... So they've been in school tops four months yeah. and then they go to vacation, vacation for a month. <laughs> and now they're back and they're like, you're the A+. Plus. You're the best student. Which to me, like, I think Tenel Ka really does make progress in this book and you see her Jedi skills. Right improving for the rest of them like i don't i have i have not gotten a sense that they've made great strides yeah i mean maybe they're a little bit more like self-aware of their use of the force but like they're not terribly talented no this is exactly and sorry to pull this embarrassing reference but this is exactly like in Fifty Shades Free when <laughs> they get back from their honeymoon and they in t- a stage they get to like oh while well, you were on vacation for six, for six weeks right. or two months or whatever you got promoted and you're the chief editor, or right, chief editor. Exactly. you 100% earned it it's right. not because you're married to the CEO right, of the definitely company not. this was all you and this is the same thing it's like I know you were on vacation and haven't right. worked at all but now you're the best students and it has nothing to do with being really to me right They're Just amazing. Just great. <laughs> so yeah, so he's a terrible teacher. but the other thing because like the lightsaber explodes Ta T- Cog gets taken to heaps Luke's like reaction to that is both heartless right <laughs> to a certain extent, completely. Like, that he doesn't feel any responsibility, that he feels, like, he feels bad and also, like, connected to Tanaka because he also lost lost his hand during a lightsaber battle. But there's no narration where he's thinking, oh, God, what have I done? Right. Oh, there's so much I could have done to prevent this. Yes. There's countless things Things he could have done done to prevent this. So there's that. Yeah, he feels nervous. This is... So the opposite of Last Jedi, where Luke has taken, like, everything onto his shoulders. Right. This is just, like, Teflon Luke. Right. Like, <laughs> he has just, no... Like, accidents happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, whoops. Like... But, th- so there's that. But then there's also his reaction to Tanelka leaving. Right. Which is, she's going... Like, he does not, like, touch him. Fine. She's taken by her family. Right. Like, that is her family. Her parents are legitimately... Not there, right? But and she is taken to the home of her parents. She hasn't been kidnapped. She's not going anywhere. Home, like where she was raised. Right. He, his reaction is to sort of like sabotage her recovery. Yes. (laughs) And his thoughts to me were just so mind boggling that he's thinking, you know, she's with her grandmother, but really, what she needs is her three Friends. friends, which. Might be true. She's 14. She probably does want her friends. But she's not the adult. No, and it's also what he says is something along the lines of, like, I – saying to himself, like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with her grandmother being in charge of her. like right. Because at my academy, I'm her guardian and like I would give her gar- I would give my guardianship back to her parents, but I don't think I should give my guardianship back to her grandmother. It's like that's not how this works. works. Right. And it's not your choice. Right. Like that is her grandmother. That is her grandmother. It is, you know, the same as when you know your parents are busy and someone else comes to pick you up from school. Right. The teacher doesn't get to say, like, who oh, who but I don't like you. Right. If There's you're, a list. If you're <laughs> on the list, that's just it. Right. And that is her closest living relative. Right. Who has been integral to her race. It's not right. a stranger. Who clearly cares about Snellpot. Right. No matter what other terrible things ta has done. And they're likely many, but hey, yes. at this point, Luke is just racking up yes. terrible things. <laughs> That's <so. very> true. <laughs> like, send... She should go with her grandmother. You should give her time to recover. Right. No. And also he has this idea of like, well, I, I need to get in there before Ta Chum convinces her not to become a Jedi Knight. And why? Right. Okay, why? so say that Ta Chum completely gets what she wants and Tana says, like, you're right, I will absolutely right. not be a Jedi Knight. I quit. And then a month later, Isolder and Tanael Joe get back and talk to her. They're like, you know what? And we realized this wasn't the best choice for you. Your grandmother right. put a lot of pressure on you. We think you should go back. You should right. have stayed with it, blah, blah, She can just go right back to the Jedi right, Academy. So maybe her grandmother's right. Like, that is my, like, that's what I was thinking, is that you You send your grand, like, if I was, you know, a grandmother, you send your granddaughter to this Jedi Academy, you're a little bit wary of it already. Right. She comes back without an arm. Like, I, it is a legitimate, and I'm not saying that Tenelle shouldn't be a Jedi, I think she should, but, like, it is a legitimate argument to say that, like, maybe this is not the best choice. The best choice. Well, especially yeah. from a grandmother's perspective, and I understand right. that we are meant to presume that Tasha doesn't have a lot of like grandmotherly affection. Right. So I, I read it differently. Yeah, I think she does. I think she, she does. does this book. But I mean, when. Uh... When we took my older daughter, when she was like younger, to Disney for the first time, and my mother was with us, and she was like running down the sidewalk, yeah. and she tripped and like skinned her knee a little bit. My mom didn't want to let her walk anymore. Yeah, we were just gonna like have to carry her for the rest of the day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because she like loves her granddaughter right, so and much to protect her. and just like a tiny injury, so like a lost limb. limb. Yeah, like... And Luke is a lucky parent. Yeah. If I was a soldier to Nanny ne- Joe, I maybe wouldn't go so far to say, like, well, you can't become a Jedi, babe. I'd be like, well, we really need to talk to Luke about, like... What happened here? Right, the safety and, and how this training actually works. Yeah, is there any... Like, maybe there's another way for you to become a Jedi. Right, like, maybe we don't have to send you... Maybe we can hire an actual Jedi master, to, like, <laughs> one-on-one. Yeah, someone who Train- you know. knows what they're doing is committed to the process. <laughs> yes. And it, it's just... No, it's bananas. Yeah. And I mean, it's also just like there's no idea of. like. I'm, in my opinion, Luke is lucky that Taj Home didn't just like send Hape and Battle Dragon to yeah. like wipe out the Jedi Academy because. Then I also, would be so I would be so, so you pissed. you think that, like, okay, you know, he's made all these terrible choices. Now we're on Hapes. Things are going to get a little bit better for Luke. But no, no. he dumps. His niece and nephew and Loey on this planet that he doesn't, he doesn't trust the people there. Right. And he knows. He knows that there are, like, often assassination attempts, that it is a dangerous, dangerous place. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. I'll pick you up in a month. I'll pick you up in a month. Presumably, he does not talk to Han, Leia, Chewie, Lobaka's uh, unnamed family members. Who I think we'll meet next. Yeah. (laughs) But, But yeah. No, no check in with them. Just dumps them there right just drops them off is like not in contact with them because when no. there is the assas- the first assassination attempt like there's no like oh we should call our parents or like we should let Luke know that something's going on. No no there's no contact whatsoever and he also like dumps them off Tachung does not want them there. yeah. it's a dangerous woman who tried to murder Luke. And he's sort of doing it like I imagine him in like a smirky kind of like, well, this'll like change to mind. Yeah, and so come back to the Jedi. You guys. he's really manipulative. He's super manipulative, and like in his inner dialogue, like you can hear him sort of talking, like the, like reasoning why this isn't manipulation, but it's, when it is, no, it's really bald manipulation. Which like Jedi are not above no. thinking back to the movies, but I feel like Obi Wan at least knew what he was doing. Yeah. Hey. Or, uh, Obi-Wan was a serious Jedi Master for, Right. I mean, not a great one also, but, like, (laughs) He had some failures. There's (laughs) Diminishing returns on Jedi Master quality here. Definitely dedicated. Yeah. He was 100% (laughs) dedicated and did the, put the work in. Yeah. But, in a way that Luke is not. No, and, I mean, leaving them on hapes is a baffling choice. Like, he doesn't, like, it would be different if he stayed. It's not like he's doing any work at the Jedi Academy. Right. Quote, unquote, Academy anyway. Or it would be different if, like, they snuck off somehow to Hapes and he, you know, he was, like... And then he called them once they were there. Right. And he's like, well, why don't you hang out for a little while and, like, see... Yeah. makes him uh, feel better. better. And there's also, which I guess we're kind of gliding over, the fact that he, like, single-handedly chooses to violate Tunnelka's trust and tell her friends about yes. her mm-hmm. family right. um, that she has very consciously chosen not, not to tell, to tell them, them over and over and over again that she tells him she does not want to see her friends she does not want them to see her she's right. not ready for that yet she gets spirited off to hips in the middle of the night which is what she wants because she does not want to see anyone she just right. wants to go home like right. be alone, have some quiet time and he is just like no, nah, Yeah. To all of that. Know. <laughs> That's not what she is. Yeah, did. so he dumps her friends on her. And, like, it, it seems very quickly she's, like, whatever. And the the idea of her being a princess also. Yeah, everyone just, like, that. Nobody's super shocked. Nobody's upset that she was lying. She's not that upset that. They know. They know. It's sort of like, all right. No, it's it's very, it's all handled with a shrug. But yeah. But it could have. Yeah, it could have been a... It could have been different. Fleshed out a little bit more. Yeah, so... Maybe talk a little bit about... And I don't know how far we're going to get talking about lightsabers. But my impression of lightsabers from this book is that using the bits and bobs in my apartment... <laughs> you could build I could build a lightsaber if I knew how. Yeah, I no, I think that you could absolutely build a lightsaber. That anyone just... just... Rummage through the <laughs> trash and you could build a lightsaber. No, I think that, like, using... My immersion blender as a yes. hilt. Yeah, have, you know, I have some jewelry I could Yeah, like just off. bust a, yeah. It doesn't even have to be, like, good. good. No. Yeah. Just, you could get, like, one of those crystal growing kits from Target and, like <laughs> and grow some crystals. There's your the lightsaber. You need a button and then you're good. It makes me so mad <laughs> because I've always had this impression, and I guess I knew this because I read this book as a kid, but that, you know, between Empire and Jedi, like, Luke... Builds a lightsaber. Builds a lightsaber, and it's, like, hard work, and that is the symbol of him becoming, like, an independent right. Jedi master. it's a very big deal. That he, like, builds this lightsaber, and now I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, <laughs> like, he, he shows it in a weekend. Like, before, he, like, he was on Tatooine, he was like, oh, I gotta get to Jabba's house. Better, better run the... Through my, my junk through my junk drawer my childhood junk drawer to build a lightsaber like that is the impression that i have from this book well and it's weird because they they have this they make reference to to kyber crystals and that's supposed right. to be like the, which is what i always the source thought. of the lightsaber's power are right. these like kyber crystals which i don't know much about kyber crystals but they sh- presumably are not easy to come by yes that you have to Find them somehow or do something to get yeah, your kyber crystal. I feel like that comes up in other books. Maybe. And the, so, like, it seems very specific. And here, it looks just like, well, I don't have any kyber crystals, so find something else. But also, no directions. None. None of them have any notion of how to build a light. And yet, system. they all do it. Unless they all do it. They all, like, have seen a lightsaber, so they're like, got it. Yeah, like, no problem. Tenuka builds hers out of a tooth. A tooth. <laughs> how do you put an on switch on a tooth. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, how do you activate your tooth? It's really, really, like, those scenes of them building their lightsabers. It's <laughs> just, just like, I'm what? Are we? <laughs> Doing. No, like Luke, jana really does use like a Target Grow Crystal kit. I mean, right, she's yeah. using the Force and she makes one herself, but she's but, basically yeah, that doing that. It. And Loey just like goes rummaging through old computers until right. he finds something vaguely crystalline that's yeah. using, you know, like that's part of like a computer dis- yeah. display screen or something. If Jason didn't have the Force to get gem, I don't know that he would.
1: I feel like
0: you You just go in the woods and find a shiny rock, and apparently that would power a lightsaber. Like, they're not that specific. Yeah. Also, and I mean, maybe this is, maybe it's time to just let go of the Corsica gem, but if you can build a lightsaber out of anything, Anything. why would you use your winning lottery ticket to build a lightsaber? That is insane. That is That would be, like, if I had a winning lottery ticket, and I was like, well, I could cash this in, but I really need a piece of paper to write a grocery list on, so I'm going to write my grocery list on On this. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I was sort of thinking, like, the relationship between, or comparing lightsabers to wands in Harry Potter. Yeah. Because wands are also, like, potentially very dangerous objects. You can do very terrible things with wands. Yes. They're very specific to the person, Mm -hmm. but you buy a wand. You buy a wand. Somebody chooses you. It chooses you. Oh, and we haven't even touched on the parallel story here of Zek being trained in how to use a lightsaber. That's part of the plot. At the (laughs) Shadow Academy, and at the Shadow Academy, which I really think they're just, (laughs) really, they're running a much tighter ship over at the Shadow Academy, at the Shadow Academy... You get a lightsaber. Yeah. You do not build one brackets comes to you and is like, hey, here you're ready is. to train with a lightsaber, here's a lightsaber. Yeah. Why that makes sense? You and I guess we're supposed to read into this that it's sort of like lazy or unearned or cutting corners, but it seems very responsible. Right. At least they know that lightsaber works properly. Right. And, you know, why would we just have you go and like half ass on a lightsaber when like here's what here's it here it right. is. Like there's not enough they don't give us enough to explain Why it is that they need to build their own. Other than Luke just doesn't have extra lightsabers laying around. And, like, we've talked about this before, but, like, Luke, his first lightsaber was given to him. Yes! He didn't build that lightsaber. Maybe he feels like if he had built it, he would have been more responsible and not had his hand cut off. But it does seem that, like, the trajectory of, at least my understanding from immersion in Star Wars (laughs) culture is that, like, you practice, because even we see in, uh, is it episode one? Like, we see little young Jedi, like, I think it's in Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones, like, the younglings, right, practicing with lightsabers. That yeah, you they are introduced to lightsabers, that you maybe practice with lightsabers, but you don't build your own lightsaber until you're, like, ready to become a master. Right, that's the a master end. Right, that is the last And thing by you that do. point, it is, I would think, more ceremonial. Right. Than anything else. But it seems like Luke just, you know, found the sacred texts and sort of gleaned from them a trajectory of how you do Jedi training and then did just... Threw it out the... (laughs) (laughs) Just did, like, the barest shadow of how that works. I feel like it would be the equivalent of if you, like, watched a cooking show on TV... Right. And then insisted on using, like, insane tools to make right. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Like, you were trying to, like, really fancy up doing something really basic, and right. it ends up making no, no sense. sense. There's breadcrumbs yeah. everywhere. And, like, we, again, we brushed over the Shadow Academy, but it's basically just these little vignettes of Zeke training with Brackus, of Norris, who is the Lost Ones leader, training with Quarrel to be, like, a stormtrooper. And then Zeke kills the guy. And then Zeke kills Velas, who is Tamith Cause. Pupil right. from Dathomir. They're like, we have our two best pupils, and now they will fight to the death, right. and the and winner Zeke. will be number one. Right, um, but, which I appreciated that Coral was like, why do we do this? And they actually yeah. had a reason. They right, were like, well, right. these guys, neither one of them is going to take direction from the other, right. so we need, we just need one, right? You know, and then everyone else will fall into line right. behind and I, them. It will demonstrate to everyone, but they have sort of one-on-one training. Like Zeke is Bracket's student. Right, Elas is Tamith Ka's student. That like one-on-one. Right, the, and the, and they are, because they've been sort of taken up one-on-one, right. the most advanced students, and these other right. students who are going through more of, like, the basics are just, like, not ready right. for that, right. and right. I guess in their time, they'll either get taken up by Zach or Tamith Kai or Brackis, but Luke doesn't have none of that. Also, right. I feel like the classroom is probably a little more of a uh, structured environment, just yeah. for that little bit, i got right. like a shadow <laughs> Academy. yeah. And so, like, it – yeah, I, I just feel like Luke, between the lightsabers and his curriculum, has no idea what he's doing. No. And it's just like, I, I, I built this academy. I got from students. No, he is a nonstop disaster failure machine yeah. who does not think he's doing anything <laughs> wrong. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is that there's no, no- – like, recourse goes to it. bed every night thinking good job if I was Han and Leia and I found out that all of this happened and nobody gave me a phone call I'd be like I know you're my brother you're uncle to these children I think you love them but like <laughs> this is not okay no like maybe you love them and maybe you are like just running a series of sadistic experiments to see what teenagers yeah, can survive again there were points in this book where I was like it's a psychopath <laughs> It would explain so much about. They would explain like having the Jedi Academy on Yavin Four, surrounded by dangerous forest monsters, yeah. and no steps being taken Although, to protect you from forest monsters. One of the first things I have is that Yavin seems like a beautiful, like the descriptions of Yavin. I mean, it sounds very is, is, like lush, like, so gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. Although I will say, I my other theory, other than Luke, is either <laughs> incompetent or the worst, either incompetent or a monster. Was that he? They say early on that he. Um, right, so uh, he had used Jedi relaxation techniques to dispense with sleep. In fact, he had not rested thoroughly for some time, so great was his concern over the growing Imperial threat to the New Republic. Meditation is great, but it should not replace sleep. Also, Maybe all of his decisions are just based on not having slept in, like, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, like, sleep-deprived, can't see the world anymore, doesn't know anything yeah. around him. But also, to me, like if you're worried about this second imperium threat like call the jedi that you've trained he does say that he's done that yeah and he's just like but i there aren't enough which is it's been like 10 years or more of training jedi and these are the most advanced students you have now and yet somehow you have not graduated enough students right to real, I mean, maybe he's just burned too many bridges. Maybe they're like, "Are you insane?" Yeah, well, he tried to tell me story when he tells others. like, "Well, this is the time I failed this one. <laughs> <laughs> and this I failed another student here." Yeah. It's like all of it. It seems like fifty percent of the students fall to the dark side or die. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's real, right? But okay. So even if, but if that's if that's not a good avenue, maybe the New Republic has some sort of military strength yeah. that you could draw on. Or if you're really like you're like okay. You know, the second Imperium, this is gonna be a real problem for us. We are under threat. Maybe you're worried that they're gonna to... maybe you should evacuate Yavin. Yeah. Maybe yeah. go Which somewhere. You, else. Think you should, because the Shadow Academy is planning to attack. Yavin. Yeah, they a hundred percent know where right. it is. Are. And you know that you know where they are because their leader came and lived with you for right. a while. <laughs> so he definitely knows where you are. Oh. <sighs> talk for an hour about Luke. <laughs> I know. Okay, so maybe we should steer away from Luke to yeah. someone else who is the worst. Jason? Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down in I know. Jason's the worst. I was just like wanting to throttle him. <sighs> He's learning a lot from his uncle, I feel like, in terms of reactions to things. Because he does feel guilty. So it's, it's Jason's fault. Well, it's not it's fault. Luke's fault. It's Luke's fault, but like he, his, his Jason lightsaber. internalizes holding, right. some... Jason takes on some responsibility for the accident. Right. He was the one holding the lightsaber. It's his yeah. lightsaber that cuts off right. Tunnelka's arm. Right. And I mean, there's really nothing he could have done in the moment, but it's his lightsaber that cuts off Tunnelka's arm. But before that, yeah. before any of that happens, so he goes and they're going to um, like do their fencing exercise, and he they're like squaring up against each other, and he tells some stupid joke, quote-unquote joke, yeah. And Tonalca actually says like, "Why do you do this?" I do not think those are funny. Like, and then he keeps going. Like, he's so annoying. He's really annoying. And then when he finally sees her again for the first time after she's lost an arm, and he's trying to apologize, and she's like not really having it because she feels like it was her responsibility. And they go back middle of the conversation. He's like, "Do you want to hear a joke?" He's like. Do you want to die? Yeah. <laughs> Monster, <laughs> You're the worst. Also, he was being so mean to Raynar. Yeah, and Raynar, I there's not a moment that I've been like, Raynor deserves anything. No! Thing. Like, he... and This is a continuing theme with Jason after he was mean to... about Zek's clothes right. in um, Lost Ones. He... Anytime he sees Raynar, his entire inner monologue is consumed... With just criticisms of the way Raynor dresses. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's super judgmental. Yeah, like, he always is talking about, like, oh, that Raynor is like, really... Like, his robes are garish, and they clash, and after, like, yeah. Raynor raises his hand, Shut Jason up, has Jason. to, like, blink to clear his vision from, you know, the horrible... He's a monster. <laughs> he's and, like, so like no word. wonder he ultimately falls to dark <laughs> He is terrible. Yeah, and even, like, to me, his reaction to, because, like, ultimately it's Luke's fault he was in charge, but, like, if, like, I was in some sort of, like, fencing battle with a friend, and my license, I was holding in my hand, accidentally chopped their arm off, I would be on the verge of suicide. (laughs) (laughs) I would feel so guilty. Right. And he does feel guilty. Kind of. But not that much. No, he feels kind of guilty. He feels, like, sort of bad. Yeah, and he's, like... He feels kind of guilty. even if logically I knew that, like, this was not my fault, like, there was a malfunction. Like, it's still, that would be the most traumatic thing. Right. he's not at all traumatized. Nobody seems that, aside from Tanel Ka. Right. Understandably. Nobody, like, even just witness to that. Right, no, to see your friend's arm get chopped off and then explode. Yeah. Like, that's... Horrified. I wrote, it's like this is horrible. It is like a horrible scene. Yeah, no, it's really, really awful. And everyone seems pretty like that's just what happens. No like, lightsaber. Yeah, and like, just, I mean, the, the Skywalker solos are just used to limbs like, just <laughs> flying off willy nilly. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout their history, You're just limbs just are just falling. <laughs> it's like the Mr. Potato Heads of the universe. Your yeah. body falls apart and comes together, and it's no problem. Yeah, like most no of us Asta- <laughs> experience that as a big deal. Right. Like, that's horrifying. No, it's it's so, so bad. And, I mean... And, like, it's... And I I know we're supposed to... We're supposed to understand that Jason has this, like, massive crush on Tanaka that he's just head over heels crazy about Right, her. but he manifests it by... Yes. Like a jerk ch- teenager. Like a huge jerk. And I feel so bad for her. I know. <laughs> and it seems like she likes him back. Yeah. In this book, we sort of get the first indication... Yeah, she does laugh. That she laughs. Not at one of his jokes, yeah. but just sort of like at him. Right. That like, she like missed him. You're such a lovable doofus. Yeah. And I love you. But... He has not earned it. <laughs> no, he's done nothing to earn love. Like, Tinokah hasn't known enough men. She's just from really beautiful yeah, yeah, matriarchal cultures. The men that she meets tend to be, like, loincloth-wearing slaves. Can um, <laughs> talk about that entrance? Yes, I have it marked to, here <laughs> in this book. Because this is after courtship. so this makes a whole lot of sense. It does, and it would have been really confusing without courtship. So, Timoka arrives on Hapes and her grandmother meets her like on the landing pad right so they're at the landing area the the hapen battle dragon which is the thunder wraith that she's on lands so and call comes off and she sees her grandmother and her grandmother like puts a robe over her to like hide the the injury and so then four pairs of scantily clad male servants appeared bringing cushioned seats for the princess and her grandmother Tenelka sat, and only then noticed that at least two dozen more handsome servants had filed onto the landing pad. She closed her eyes and sighed. She might have known. It seemed that in her parents' absence, Ta'atom had decided to receive Tenelka with as much spectacle and fanfare as possible, perhaps to prove to her aspiring Jedi granddaughter how wonderful it was to be a member of the royal family. Tenelka was not thrilled. Three brawny young men, dressed only in loincloths, moved to the center of the landing pad and began a rhythmic rhythmic display of their gymnastics abilities. Other servants along the sidelines provided stringed instruments and flutes, produced stringed instruments and flutes, and began a musical accompaniment. During the performance, the former queen leaned towards her granddaughter and murmured, You are so fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> really weird. <laughs> uh, and then they go up, When the gymnast finished, a young man stepped forward and began to juggle with phenomenal agility. Um, she watched, Tinokal watched him pass fire crystals, hoops, and blazing torches from hand to hand. Tossing them high to the air with an ever increasing speed, so it just kind of goes on yeah. like that. So there's Cirque like a, a, a welcoming circus, <laughs> yeah. a welcoming naked man circus. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> lucky. <laughs> and uh, yeah, heaps is really interesting. I I also am wondering like why. I guess when a soldier married Tenennial, Tenennial automatically became queen because Tachum is not the queen. No, she's no longer she's in like charge. Mother. She's the queen mother. And I don't really understand how royalty is passed. I don't I don't know and I don't know if we're ever going to get a an answer there because as I recall there's, like, a good bit of conflict that comes from Ta trying to, like, re-seize yes, power in Hapes. So I don't know if she, like, voluntarily abdicated right. and then like... regretted it, or if she sort of, like, got automatically edged out but thought yeah. she'd be able to hold power because Taminojo right. wasn't from Hapes. So, like, what the calculation yeah. was, but it seems to have gone awry. Yeah. Like, she's not in charge anymore, and she's not happy about right. it. Super not happy. And I think that is that conflict comes to a head in the New Jedi Order. I think so. Um, But Hapes is like gorgeous, lush sort of seaside. Uh, Yeah, but Hapes continues to remind me of Imperial Russia. Yes, I would say that. (laughs) With the like extreme opulence and wealth of the royal family. And yet there are also these like, I'm going to guess serfs. (laughs) Yeah. Their job is to, you know, just like, I was thinking the of. amusing peasants. And also the, um, all the assassination attempts. Yes. And there was, I don't remember which one it was, but there was one of the Romanovs who dodged an assassination attempt because everyone was late to dinner. Right. And the dining room exploded, but, like, it just happened that nobody was there. Right. I was there. So it's, it's very yeah. Imperial Russian. Yeah. Royal family. What else is there to talk about with this? Oh, well, Tenochah is sort of diplomatic. Oh, Right. She so, it. yeah, so on Hapes there's uh, a group of aliens who sort of Gungan. They remind me a lot of the Gungan. Yeah, there's like a <laughs> there's like a conflict over embassy placement. Yeah, there's um and they are they're water dwellers, so they have this like domed. I mean it's, it's Gungan, like right. this like domed location in the water, uh, and there's another group of like miners or some kind of Right, drilling. Drilling, undersea drilling. Um, and so they are are angry, and they want the drilling to stop, and so they send their sort of ambassador to Tanel Khan and to sort of convince her that, like, this is her place, touch, um send, send, send Tanel Ka instead of going herself. Right, and Tanel doesn't want to do it, yeah. but then she ultimately, like, she does a great yeah. job. She's like, no BS, yeah. like, not She's letting like, it slide. Right, you live in a dome, move the dome. yeah. Like, it's like you you put the dome there because you wanted the conflict, right? You know, Just pick it up, move couple, the dome, or deal with couple. it. And she, you know, she like throws the robe off and yeah. has her like reptilian armor or one arm and everything. Yeah, I mean, she's like really badass in this book, and and I I think her, I, I think we talked about this. Um, and maybe the first or second of the Young Jedi Knights that we read but like how interesting it is to sort of move away from the characters that we know so and love it works so much better and I think this is you know despite our insane frustration <laughs> with Luke I think this is the best well, once we, read we so get far. away from yeah. Luke it, and we're focused on a character that's like tangentially related to the characters that we know right. it, it works so, so well. well it works really well allows like a sort of immersion into their world and it it helps I think in the storytelling for us not to have a lot of like preset expectations of right. the characters going in, that like part of the, the problem with this book is that we expect more from Luke, right? right? Like we know Luke, we know his story, we've been on a journey from him, and we expect him to be even okay at right. what he does. Right. Even even proficient. Right. It's just like just anything. And he's nothing right. He doesn't he gets nothing right. And he, it's a little bit with Jason and Jana too, that, like, we know their family background. We know, right. like, who raised them. We feel like we are entitled to certain expectations of right. them. And with tinil ka she's, like, brand new, and it's much easier to just sort of be along with the ride right. for her. Yeah, and her journey from sort of, it's like, Daphne, a princess who just completely disregards her father's family, thinks that that's not who she wants to be anything like, to, this horrible accident and her thinking like my entire identity as like a Jedi and, gone. and like, yeah. someone who is physically very fit and can you know accomplish anything just using like my body done gone from then like her getting a taste of her grandmother's world and this sort of diplomacy and politics and then at the end sort of combining right that she all finds a things. way she finds value right in the kind of lessons and the kind of background that her father's side of the family right. provides. And she, I think in some ways, like is finally at a place where she can accept the fact that they have influenced her. Yeah. Even in small ways, like there's a part where I think at the end, uh, the Ta'achom says like, ah, aha, the same way that right, Ta'achom right, ta'a right. has. And it's just like a little, like no one comments on yeah. it. It's like, that's where she got that, Right. From right, that's why Tino Ka says that is because her grandmother, who she has this really strained relationship, right, but she's still learning. You've still learned a lot from her, and the fact that I think it was really important in this book to establish that you know, despite the conflict between Tawachum and Tanelka Joe, that Chum really loves her granddaughter. I think that Chum adores Tanelka, yeah, and finds her like both her sort of like focus on physical strength and also her demeanor, and how smart she is, like, both, I think Tao Chum finds that both equally useful. Yeah, I usable. think, I think, Tino, I think Tao Chum takes a ton of pride in Tenokha, and I mean, I think that she has, obviously, like, a lot of frustration with Tenokha, yes. I think she feels like Tenokha is, like, squandering her potential, Right. but I think that she also is, yeah, she, like, really respects her determination, and, right. like, even when is going, like, completely against her grandmother, it's in such a strong way, and, like, I know myself, this is what I want, that Tao Chum, like really does respect... Right, I mean, like, there's a makes. whole sequence of these, like, doctors who Tachum has yeah. hired, trying to, like, railroad Tunelka into getting a prosthetic mm-hmm. arm, uh, which, you know, in the Star Wars universe would be completely indistinguishable from right. a normal arm. And at the last minute, Tunelka decides like she's not going right, to do right. it. She does not want to do that, and the doctors sort were of pushed back against it, and she, like, uses the force to, like, really forcefully, like, Right. throw everything around and be like, I said no, and I right. meant no, and it's, like, a really, really powerful moment. But, like, Ta doesn't come to her and try to talk her into no. it. Yeah, she's, like, fine. There's no follow-up from that. It's, like, that's the last word. Right. And you have to think there was a scene where those doctors went to Ta and was, like, we well, need to do something. Ta was, like, she said no. Yeah. Like, she she outranks you, you know, yeah. you do what she says. Right. So on the one hand, like, she's a tough woman. She expects to get her way. But on the other hand, like, if you're a tough woman back at her, right. like, Game recognizes game, yeah. <laughs> and she, the whole sort of ending climactic scene of them trying to escape these bar talks, <laughs> you know, especially with comparing them to the real um, I wonder if that was just like a little. Slow. Yeah, it might have been. Well, one it, it? I don't know that would have been really interesting. Um, but you know, throughout it, like even with the other Jedi kids, with Jason and Jaina and Loi, as they're all sort of using their, you know special Jedi talent to help with the situation until Ka realizes that actually, like, she's super strong in both the Force and physically, physically as well. Like, um you know, I, I, she's scared and, like, there's certain moments where she's like, well, I'd rather die than be, you know, sort of kidnapped by this. But she sees the potential in all of this, like, how useful is sort of, like, the Force is and being a Jedi and this training, whether Luke <laughs> had anything to do with right. it right? And, and I mean, the... What was he going to say about that sequence where they're trying to escape? Oh, right. So everyone's using their special force talent. What is Tynokah's special force talent? I don't know that she has one. That's some BS, right? It is <laughs> BS, and thats like one BS. of the first things I wrote down. like, "Why doesn't Teno Ka have a special force talent?" Because like Jason, when he's thinking, like, actually lists everybody's. So he's like, "You know, I'm really good with animals." Right. Jane is great with mechanics. Lowie's really good with computers. Yeah. And the list stops. Yep. Teno Ka and maybe I, my reasoning for that absence is maybe because up until this point she was so focused on I'm only using the force if i absolutely if I have, have to if have so have so that's it. the other thing is like does T- why like does tin ka actually want to i mean by the end of the book she does but up until this point did she actually want to be trained in using the force because I don't know. she seems to find the idea of force wielding threatening to her Right. Like identity right. that she's formed up until this point. And I think we talked this a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, but when she's sort of practicing her physical skills instead of like focusing on the lightsaber building, she's copying Luke's. Right. Like running and training. Right. She's just, you know, I think I think she sees like the physicality of Jedi as like a big important part. Right. She, like, repeatedly it. says, like, what's important here is the warrior, not the weapon. Right. Like, as a warrior, as a Jedi, I shouldn't need, like, a specific fancy weapon. Right. I should be, like, strong on my Which own. Which is true. Which is completely legitimate. Right. And and so maybe both her coming to terms with both sides of her family, she's also coming to terms that, like, being physically fit and, and being self-aware and being able to, like, scale buildings is equally as important as being able to wield the force using your mind, right? That your mind and body working together. Had a very like oppositional sort of zero sum framework for seeing the world up until this point and for seeing herself that she like wanted to be, she loves Dathomir so much that she's like, right. if, if, if I acknowledge any part of myself as being hapen, that's a part of myself that I'm taking away from Dathomir. Right. And she, like, overcomes that dichotomy right. at the yeah. end where she's, like, able to say that there's strength in both. And yeah. that sort of mirrors the way she sees strength in both her body and mind. I mean, I know we already beat up on Luke a lot, no. but <laughs> if Luke was a good teacher, right, he would like he would have had a conversation with her about this, right? Or he would, she would have felt like she could have had a conversation with him about this, right. where like there should have been, there should have been something, there should have right. been a lesson, there should have been like a philosophy of lightsaber wielding, there should have been a forum where o'clock could say, like, I'm not sure about this because right, I, I feel like understand. what matters is right. the warrior and not the weapon. But, but there's no one Luke would have said to that. No, <laughs> so, I. That would have required him to do some work <laughs> maybe do some research. Yeah. He doesn't like to do research. He just likes to go off and find the books and, then and put them on the shelf. He doesn't read the books. <laughs> no. That's a very, it's a continuing thing with Luke. <laughs> Even if he has 20 years and nothing to do, he does not read the Even books. if he spends, like, dangerous missions trying to find this stuff, I'm not going to read it. No, oh, he gets, no, no, <laughs> doesn't, no effort. And I mean, in Luke's own training on Dagobah, it was way more about, like, working on his physical. Yes. Prowess, you need to be ready. You know, you need to, you use the force, you're using the force, but you're using it to heighten, like, your, right. your physical abilities so that you can jump higher and run faster and your climb better and your senses, are, better, really and your senses are everything. But, like, Luke was still, like, working a sweat, you know, making yeah, an effort. right. So the idea is to be like, oh, no, don't work out ever. Yeah. And then lightsaber fight with your best friend and then see how that goes. I mean, his, again, we <laughs> had a lot Luke. But it does seem that his philosophy for the Jedi Academy is, like, whatever it is that you're good at or you're passionate about, like, you'll find your ability by focusing on that. Which, like, to some extent, fine. But that's nowhere near enough. No. Because Jason and Jaina aren't working physically. No. In any, like, strenuous way. No, and, like, the idea that... And that's an okay way to teach, maybe if you're starting with like older people, right? Right. right. You're starting with adults, but that is like telling telling a fourteen year old, like, "Well, just like find your passion, like only study your favorite subject." Right. Like, just play video games. Yeah. That, that, like, yeah, like you're just like
1: you're yeah, letting, like, and
0: you're literally, I and mean, he's literally letting them go do whatever they want. You know, like when I if I based my whole education on like what. I liked to do when I was 14, Yeah, I guess I would have learned stuff about theater, because I liked doing, like, school theater, and, like, I like reading, so English literature and stuff, but I wouldn't know about math, I wouldn't know about Um, science, I wouldn't, there'd be a lot of holes. Yeah, yeah, and it's not even that he's sending them off to just, like, do focus on whatever it is they want. There's no other guy, like, that is No, it. there's nothing. It's not him saying, okay, like, you're really into mechanics, like, let's talk about, like, how you can use that to your advantage. Yeah, like, the like- or... Yeah, like, fleshing out. No, he uses – They say, Jason calls what they do at the Jedi Academy independent study. But if you want to do – this is going be ridiculous. But if you want to do an independent yeah. study in the world, at a college, in which point you are older, you have progressed in your education more, you yeah. have a stronger presumed foundation. But if you want to do independent study at a college, you have to find a professor who thinks it's a good idea for you yes. who will, like, look at what you want to do and say, like, okay, well, you need to do independent study. There's not a class to serve your interest. And then you have to come up with a reading list – with assignments, yeah. with due dates. You have to have someone who is, like, checking in with you on a regular basis. All yourself. There is still, even if it's just you working, still structure, expectations. Yeah. And it's harder. I, I it's harder. did an independent major in my college, and it was the hardest thing to do <laughs> because you have to convince people that, like, what you want to study isn't available. Right. You have to find – I had to find, I think, two professors who were willing to back me up on it. I also had to create, like, a reading list, and I had to pick and choose classes that fit into that study. Like, it was not easy. No. And it, it was not, independ- like, completely independent. No, <laughs> the idea that, like, independent study means, like, go off on your own, and in a few months, come and tell me that you're doing a great job, right. and then go off on your own again is insane. There's no grade. Yeah. There's no metric for checking in on your progress. It really puts into, not to go back to Harry Potter, but I'm gonna, but it really puts into perspective, like the frustrations that I have with Hogwarts and like how confusing it is and like how many people are at Hogwarts and like the structure of it nothing. Nothing. No, I mean, like, there are plans to be made with Hogwarts, certainly. A lot of them, like, sort of safety liability things. Like, they're apparently not running background checks on teachers. Dark Dark wizards get through the cracks a lot. I don't think this game, Quidditch, is a game that 12-year-olds should be playing. Seems really dangerous. There's no helmets. I mean, like, there's issues. But they're learning at that school. They are learning at that school. They are getting grades at that school. They're going to class. There are teachers, advisors, curfews. Yes. Like... You know, and I know being a witcher wizard is very different than being a Jedi, but it's still like an ounce of that kind of structure. (laughs) (laughs) The idea that like you having powers is a big sort of like responsibility and risk. I mean, like, that's another thing. Like in Harry Potter, wands can do dangerous things, but they don't only do dangerous things. Lightsabers are only dangerous. Right. And it seems like from the little bit we get that lightsabers are like a last resort supposed to be kind of thing. But the way that there's this book, like, is, works, it's not, right? No. But it's... You just, like, whip your lightsaber actually out. actually super important yeah. to being a Jedi, whereas I've always sort of thought of it as, like, the samurai sword, right? That it's, right. it's sort of like a... If you draw your sword, you've already failed in right, some way, right. right? You should have been able to avoid the situation right. using your other um, skills. So sort of, in, it's an interesting... It sort of shifts the idea of lightsabers in a way that I wasn't quite expecting. Yeah. It's oh. certainly not what I expect in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's see. On page, I have the page marked where Luke, like, tells them what to what to do. He says, um, I lost my first lightsaber. It, it was blue. <laughs> the color, colors are really important. Yeah. It was blue. My father's lightsaber was a deep scarlet. Um, he talks about Gantoris, and then he says, you, my young Jedi must, Knights, must be different. I can't wait any longer to train you. You must learn how to build your light, you must learn how to build your lightsabers and how to use them in the right way. The galaxy has changed, and you must meet the challenge. A true Jedi is forced to adapt or to be destroyed. Tunnel spoke woke up. Where will we find these crystals to build our weapons, Master Skywalker? <laughs> she asked. Are they lying on the ground? Yes. <laughs> Luke smiled. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> or it's possible they could be scavenged from old equipment left here from when this place was a rebel base. Or maybe you already have resources you haven't yet realized. He shot a quick look at Jason, but Jana couldn't decide what the equipment <laughs> meant. not say no more. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'd like you to start on your lightsabers immediately, Luke said, switching off his throbbing weapon and looking down at its oh. handle. But I hope you'll need to use your weapons only rarely, if ever. That is it. it. it, it. Not like... Instructions this is this is conc- I mean, concluded. Here's a... a book of how to build a lightsaber nope <laughs> nope just <laughs> do it yeah and then they they're building lightsabers and i actually that was one of the things i wrote down when because tunnel cause like oh you know crystals sometimes form inside volcanoes so she gets yeah. low to like fly her over a volcano so she can like repel right. into it and look for So i was like luke there's a child you're supposed to be the guardian <laughs> now, <but she> <laughs> of active is- volcano <laughs> like uh, and he has like no reaction to anything that was another thing I, know there's a really, I think it's a Rudyard Kipling poem, I'm not 100% sure, but that poem, If, like, yeah. if you can do this, and if you can do that, blah, right. blah, blah. There's, like, a quote making fun of it where it's, like, if you can keep your head when everyone around you is losing you theirs, maybe you don't understand the situation. Right, right, and that right, is, right. is like, <laughs> <was> about <laughs> like, the whole way through this book, it's, like, I don't think you understand any situations right. at not all. Or, like, how intense situations are. I noticed in this book, not, maybe not quite as much as in the previous ones, there were some... Some sort of direct quotes from the movies. The good against remotes is one thing. Oh. <laughs> so, Jason says, Good against remotes is one thing. They have Jason quote Han is Han just going around? Like, Is he only, <laughs> it's like Han is one of those dolls that like you press the button and it only has like six phrases. <laughs> and Jason and Jaina, like, I mean, like Han has just spent his whole, like spent little years being like, and then you know what I said. Yeah. <laughs> like, how does he remember? Yeah. Like, seriously. Self-quote? <laughs> <laughs> does he self quote so much? I feel like it's at least gotten more subtle. It's a little, it was a, a little bit better. In like this book, there then. were definitely there were definitely a few, but they blended in. Yeah, a little better. It was still. It was still a little bit. It's still a little bit rough in your face. What do you think? How do you think they punish assassination conspirators on? Oh, eggs? I don't even know. What do you think is gonna happen to Yifra after her quote unquote fair trial that Tashrim says she's gonna get? I don't. know bad. I think it's <laughs> gonna be rough. Like, they're definitely an executor, right? But I think there's probably torture like involved. Like, again, with the Romanoff kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they're not... It's gonna go slow. They're not playing around. Also, are we... I was a little bit confused about soldier and Tenennial. Did, Did Tachim send them... She sent them away, but why? Because she knew... She knew there was, like, an assassin. She she knew assassination attempts were about to sort of, like, start up. She'd sort of heard rumors, so she sent them away. But then she was like, my injured granddaughter, please. Well, I guess she felt like she'd be safer there than on Yavin. Which is true. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) If only only she'd acted sooner. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, so she sent them away, and then... But then she, like, decides to entertain... I mean... She doesn't care if those no, kids die, so not ultimately. I, I was trying because we sort of know that there is huge conflict on the horizon for between her and Teneniel DeJoe. Joe. I was trying to sort of like see if I could pick up on, but we don't really get we don't really, is older and to DeJoe. Yeah, we only we get like Tenel like remembering at the end that they had come home and said. You know, we respect your decision. Be sure, me and Jedi, yeah. like, maybe hang out for a little while and then go yeah. back to the Academy, which she does. And I did, like, that Tennille was, like, yeah, you lost your arm. It's no big deal. Like, yeah. you'll be fine. You've still got, like, your dominant hand. Right. You know? like, you'll do great stuff. You're still a warrior. And, like, it's too bad there wasn't more Tennille to Joe because even though we don't get her in this, like, very maternal role, like, it was obviously exactly the kind of thing that Tennille Khan needed to hear right. in that yeah. moment. And it was, like, I know, I sort of wanted her and... In- I wanted much more of them, and to see them as parents, and... Yeah, what are they like? Yeah, because... So, it, the whole thing is so interesting. Yeah, it is. And certainly, we timed it real well. Yeah. Reading it after. Yeah, absolutely. After see, is there any other little, like, random
1: things? Oh, oh. I
0: mean, we mentioned Omi Sunrider. She's someone that, I feel like, comes up a bunch as, like, one of the first Jedi... Yeah, I don't know what the publication order of this I stuff don't know is, but there's a lot of sort of figures and characters who are sort of like Mentioned. a myth- like a sort of built mythology that yeah. ends up end up getting really fleshed out later. Because yeah. I'm mean, like Exar as like a force ghost is a big deal right. in the Jedi Academy, Academy trilogy, but then later I think there are books that are all about like the him history. when he was alive yeah. and doing stuff. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. To Go back to that, yeah. Um, I think this is the first time we actually go to Hapes, I think so, yeah. Any of the books because the publication history sort of makes right? Sense. Yeah, because <laughs> so Hapes only made its debut like right. a year before, before this, this was published, they really were just knocking kind of these out, right, yeah. Yeah, and fairly, this one was longer than. It was. It was. And it was, I mean, it was it was good. It really, once they got to Hapes, even though things were kind of crazy on Hapes, at least it settled down yeah. in terms of like feeling like it made sense. Right, right. Like, <laughs> characters were making choices that seemed like people who right. formed coherent thoughts would make. Um, um I wrote, Raynor Seems like a sweetie. I love Raynar. I want more Raynor. I am I am all in on Raynor. Oh, I wrote a quote from Oop when they talk about working individually, that he says, I'll help as I can. <laughs> tribute we'll see <laughs> um that <laughs> that that's useless time. um oh yeah even when tinal is like laid up right after the her arm is gone yeah. and they're like pacing the hallways and luke's like not letting them see yeah. her and jason's like i have to get in there like i have to do something i have to tell her a joke and it's just, like straight Jeez. to the back of the line jason yeah. shut up <laughs> shut up jason or why is the tion in charge yeah, Tion seems, seems like a way better instructor. Tion is the one who sort of gets the other three past their, like, lightsaber PTSD. Yeah. Yes. Where they're all, like, none of them really want to use lightsabers. Jaina doesn't even, like, can't even bring herself to turn on her lightsaber. Right. And Understandably. T- and Tion is the one who's, like, we're going to take this all the way back down to basics. We're just going to, like... So where we should start. Yeah, we're first, just, like, some, some easy practicing. Like, I'm going to talk to you about... Right. Lightsabers and give you like a parable to reflect yeah. on. I think and Tion should be in charge. Tion seems like a way better teacher, yeah. top to bottom. So much more caring. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> nurturing. Yeah, Luke is just. Know. What is Luke doing with all this time that he's not teaching? Nothing he's <laughs> in his room meditating on how great he is how much (laughs) how he doesn't need any sleep he's like one of those people who's like oh i could get like three hours sleep and i'm I'm totally fine (laughs) (laughs) are you fine though are you okay (laughs) i don't think you're okay yeah i don't know what he's doing oh the other thing we should probably mention is the resurrected emperor oh yeah (laughs) it's been two books of resurrected emperor and we haven't mentioned him That's all we get, right? We There's no more information. Right now, they're just like, it's the Emperor. And the thing is, like, I feel like this happens all the time. It happens <laughs> nonstop. So, like, right in, there were books before about, like, the Emperor's clones, which, right, that's, like, plural, that's yeah, there have been yeah, yeah. multiple clones of the Emperor. At one point, the Emperor was, like, a ghost, mm-hmm. and he was gonna touch, if he, it was like, if the ghost touched baby Anakin's Solo, Solo yeah. then he'd be like able to possess the body of Baby Anakin right, Solo, right. and so like the Emperor's been coming back over and over again, yeah. which I guess is why it wasn't treated as much of a. Shock. It's not that big a <laughs> yeah. deal, but like I don't think this is a resurrected. a resurrected or a clone Emperor. I feel like like there's a twist, like I don't yeah. know what it is, but we're only seeing the Emperor via like hologram, yeah, hologram. projection. And I think there's something, something else is afoot. Yeah. Like, it's not actually Palpatine, it's, like, someone yeah, else masquerading as Palpatine, Palpatine that makes or, like, sense. a computer program generating Palpatine. It or... makes sense the way, like, it just didn't feel like, dun-dun-dun. Like, no, it's just... The just... Like, oh, resurrected Emperor. <laughs> that <laughs> happened. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think that, I think there's gonna be a twist yeah. with that, but I don't know. I missed Anakin Solo in this book after we got him in Lost Ones. <laughs> he <laughs> was so sweet in Lost Ones, but, just... like... Thank God he's not here. No, I know. Well, for the safety <laughs> of his child. For his, <laughs> no child should ever be entrusted to Luke. true. Yeah. Um, sure. And yet, children are still entrusted to Luke. So yeah. I, next week is the uh, Darkest, Night. Darkest Night, which is what Zek, the title Zek won when he right. killed the other kid in a kind yeah. of lengthy duel. And this is Lois. Like, Tanelka like, have gotten a sort of focus story. Next this is, is Lois. Lois. I think we go to, to Kashik. Kashik. And That's one, the one, I think it's focused on the, yeah, rites the, of the, the rites of passage. Maybe it's, yeah, like his, maybe Lois' sister is going to go yeah, through her rite I of passage something or something. Like the little blurb I have on this book is just, the dark student, the dark student, Zach, has been given his rite of passage. Finally, he will fulfill his awesome potential, but first he must face his old friends, Jason and Jaina. Once and for all. And maybe there should be, like... Maybe we should have, like, a dark side watch segment. (laughs) So, like, dark side watch update. Jason actually consciously draws on his teachings at the Shadow Academy when it's time for him to do uh, his lightsaber battle. And Zek's, like, progression into the dark side continues. Not only does he kill a guy, although it's sort of unavoidable in the situation, but they have... Brackis has successfully, like, shifted Zek's opinion on Jason and Jaina so that he now does not have fond feelings towards oh, yeah. them. And so, He's like, last we saw is. him, he still cared about them. And now he just feels, like, resentful towards them. Yeah. Like, his internal narrative has gone from, like, they didn't know that right. he had force potential. Was that, like, he, they didn't care to find out right. that he, he had force potential. But, like, their friendship actually stopped him yeah. from becoming all that he could have been. Right. Maybe true. Maybe, yeah. I. This is, I really, <laughs> as much as I think Luke is just a real a real problem, yeah, a, real, <laughs> a real dunderhead, um, he, this is a really, I find, impressive portrayal of a fall to the dark side. Yes. Usually falls to the dark side are sudden right, and quick. quick and don't make a ton of sense. And this one really is... You're getting to see the steps spool right. out, and every one of them is sympathetic. As yes. a reader, I totally get why, why Zach it. is making yeah. the choices that he's making. It's hard to make an argument for different cho- It's hard to argue with any individual choice that he's made so far. Right. Which right. I think is yeah. it's impressive. what makes the dark side like insidious and threatening, and yeah. it's not something you get a lot of. Yeah, and, and it'll be interesting as we watch other people fall to the dark side throughout these books, how it compares. Yeah. To this like first one that we're yeah, this really is the best examining yeah um yeah so that's right. i guess that's it for this week yeah. and we'll be thanks for listening. back soon thanks. Bye. thanks for listening to adolescence after alderon we hope you enjoyed the episode join in with us online to keep up with the latest and let us know your thoughts we're on Twitter at adolescence underscore alderon. You can like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram. Both of those accounts are named Adolescence After Alderon. Or just send us an email, adolescence_after_alderon@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We also have a blog with show notes, adolescence Alderon.wordpress.com. Thanks again. Bye.